welcome to the Relate Church When I Rise Morning Devotion. On this podcast, we talk about life and its struggles, and we go to the Bible for the answers. The When I Rise Morning Devotion is recorded live on Facebook every Monday through Friday morning at 8.30 Central Time. You can join us there live at facebook.com slash Relate Ministries. To find out more about Relate Church, you can go to relatechurch.online. Now we hope that you enjoyed this podcast of When I Rise. Good morning. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday. Here we are one day from the week, the end of the week. Don't you love that? I love, I love Friday. Like this week, it seems like it's went by pretty fast. Do you think it's went by fast? I don't know. I I thought it was. I think it has went by fast. Like we go into the week thinking that it's going to be a long week. And then I think it went by really fast. Surprisingly, like tomorrow's Friday. Like, hello? Only have to deal with this for how many more days? Like I told Christopher last night, I was like, I'm already tired of getting up early. We're just getting started in the school year. Like, I don't know if we've ever asked this question on here, but are y'all a morning person or a night owl? No, we have asked that before. We have asked that? Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm both. You know, I I feel like I can stay up late and get up early. I like getting up early. I don't like it as soon as I get up because I'm like, it's it's like just sometimes hard just getting awake. But once I'm awake, I love being awake. I start working in the house. I will clean. I will do things. And I love that. But I also like to stay up late. When we get the kids to bed is the only time we have to spend just the two of us. And so I like being a night owl too. Yeah. We play crossword puzzles. I mean, I just like to do stuff. So what are you all? A night owl or a morning person? Can you make up a question thing for that? Night owl or morning person? Um, we hope y'all have had a great week this week. We hope that uh, you have enjoyed your days. Uh, I'm liking and sharing the video. So when you get on here with us this morning, please like and share this video with us. Good morning, Penny. It's good to see you on here this morning. Um, yeah, so, y'all, you know, we talked yesterday about what is joy. And, uh, and I enjoy that. I enjoy doing little devotions like that. I think, I think that they're helpful in so many ways. Uh, and we talked about joy and what it is. And it gave a definition. We're doing, like, it's an actual devotion where a lady is telling her story uh, of how she came to have, feel and have joy. So, we're not going to do that today. No, so we're going to go back into... Back into First John. First John. We got two more days in First John. He was going to do it all the rest of the chapter today, but I said we might as well just split it up and finish it tomorrow. So, we'll have something on here to do tomorrow. <clears throat> and so uh, we might as well just get started. That way we don't have to keep y'all too long. Uh, when you get on here, I don't know if I've said this. Like and share this video. Like and share, like and share this video and share this uh, devotion with somebody this morning. Um, you never know who might need it. Yeah, and so if you're, if you're just jumping on with us, we was, we was talking about uh, asking the question, are you a night owl? Are you a morning person? Um, and uh, that... Um, what are you? I would like to say I'm a night owl. 
I have traditionally been a night owl, uh, but days like yesterday, I am neither. You're neither? <laughs> I like to go to bed early and sleep in late. So... I'm an afternoon guy. Okay. And so the, we've created a poll, and at some point in time, that's going to pop up. And so just uh, just answer the when poll. When will it pop up? I don't know. It's not and Is it going to pop up on, like, a phone video? Video yeah. on the phone? Mm-hmm. It hasn't popped up on mine, mine I don't either. think. Um, who knows? Well, oh, there it is. Uh, we should have made one yeah. that says both. You should have put two, three options. Sorry. It's okay. Um, okay. Cecil Monroe is watching, so your dad is on here. So good morning to you, Cecil, and I'm sure Orpha's in the vicinity as well. So good morning to both of you all. Um, we are going to pray this morning, then we can just get started. Yep. Um, all right, so voting has ended. Did you stop it? Oh. It said voting has ended. <laughs> We don't know some of the things we do on here. We don't understand what we're doing sometimes. Um, All right, so I will pray. Are you ready? Go for it. Okay, so let's pray real quick. Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for all that you do for us. Thank you for just another day to come on here and relate um, and spend some time here with these wonderful people. Um, Just thank you for each person that's on here and who will watch this later. Just bless them and encourage us all today in your word. I just thank you for all you do for us. It's in your name I pray. Amen. All righty. Um, okay, so we're going to go to First John chapter 5, and we're going to be in 13 through 15. Yes, correct? 13, 14, and 15. Okay, I need to switch over back to the Amplified. 13, 14, and 15. Okay. It says, These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you will know that you have eternal life. This is the confidence which we have before him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears and listens to us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request which he we have asked from him. Is that it? That's it. Okay. Yeah, and so we could go on, but that goes into a whole other topic that we really want to spend a little more time on uh, tomorrow. Uh, and, but it, it just starts off, and this is one of the things that he has been saying this whole time during the whole uh, book of First John, is he has been stressing the importance of the Son of God. Uh, Jesus actually being the Son of God and actually being God in the flesh. And the whole uh, book, we have talked about this group of people who have came out and began to preach another message um, saying that Jesus really wasn't God, that he wasn't uh, um, God in the flesh because God was too holy. This is the thinking that God was too holy to be able to come down into the form of man Um, And John has uh, said time and time again that I was there, I saw him, this is how he starts the book, I was there, I'm telling you what I saw with my own eyes, um, and that this is true, and that if we can believe in him, in Jesus, uh, and again the word believe uh, is... is, 
more it means more than just belief in like believe that he exists mm-hmm. uh, I, I say it i don't i don't know how else to say it but like you know it's more than saying we believe in santa claus or we believe in the easter bunny it's it's really devoting ourselves to him and really saying i believe in you enough that i'm putting my faith i'm putting my trust i'm putting my life under your control um, and I'm devoting myself to you. This is the kind of belief we're talking about. This is the kind of belief that we, uh, we see when it, in John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him, it's not, not just this, I believe that he exists, but I believe so much that I'm going to v- devote my life to him. And because of this, uh, Amplified Version says with settled and absolute knowledge. So you absolutely know. Yes. Believe when you absolutely yeah. know. Yeah. That we have eternal life because him. And Jesus said it himself. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except for by me. <laughs> and so uh, it is in this relationship with Jesus that we have eternal life. And um, actually, I mean, I'm not a Bible writer uh, or anything like that. But I think I would have put that with the last little section because it, it in my Bible, it, it gives it a whole new title and just right there. Uh, but I think I would have put verse 13 with, uh, you know, just following right up behind 12. Because in verse 14, he kind of shifts the gears a little bit to say, and this is the confidence that we have before him, that whenever we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And we know that he hears us in regard to whatever we ask, and we know that we have the request that we have asked from him. And so this is the confidence that we have before him. That whatever we ask, according to his will, that he hears us. And if he hears us, to in regard to whatever we ask, that we will have the requests that we have asked for him. And I think a lot about my kids uh, in this scenario. Because... Uh, and I think this is this is a verse, and this is one. There's a, there's a few more verses in here that, that say something along these lines, um, that if we ask anything according to His will or in His name, that we have it. And people take this really kind of out of context, um, because and this one here just gives a very good, um, uh, I don't know what's the word description of how it should be if we ask anything according to His will. Uh, the problem with a lot of times that we will ask for stuff that we want, that we desire, that has no uh, bearing to do with God's will for our life. Mm-hmm. And then we get mad at him mm-hmm. uh, when he doesn't uh, fulfill our, our, our request. Uh, like God is a genie. And that's uh, if we follow the specific formula, this is kind of how it's evolved into today. Um, and then, and, you know, I pray these things in the name of Jesus, um, uh, that, Hey, we're going to get what we have because I prayed for in the name of Jesus. And I believe it, uh, like God is this genie that as long as we follow this formula, he's going to give us whatever we ask. And that's not the case. Um, uh, and it just makes this, uh, qualification here that if we ask anything for in anything, according to his will. Um, that he hears us, and that if he hears us, that we will have what we ask for. Um, and that's that's the separating factor right there, if we ask it according to his will. And again, I think a lot about my kids when they ask for a lot of things. My mm-hmm. kids ask mm-hmm. for everything. Mm-hmm. We can't go anywhere without them asking for something. 
and I do before we even go in. Oh yeah, the store. Uh, and sometimes it's like the day before. Hey, next time we go here, can we get this? <laughs> like, why uh, do you think you have to have something every time you go anyplace? But that's a different story. But uh, this is, but this is uh, where we are, you know, in our life, anyways. But this is how uh, it is. It's like sometimes we give them things, and sometimes we don't. Mm -hmm. um, and this is how God works for us as well. As parents, and, and most of you guys that's watching here this morning that is telling us that is watching, I know that you're parents because I, I see a couple of my parents on there. So uh, I know that you know um, what it's like to have a child ask for something that you know is completely bad for them, um, that would not be good for them, uh, that could potentially harm them, cause them stress, uh, that they can't handle. I remember being younger and being at a uh, the 4-H fair in uh, at the school and there was this you could win a bunny and I was trying to win the bunny and my parents <gasps> stopped giving me money because they knew that I didn't need a bunny uh, that was probably not the best thing you for wouldn't have me. took care of it would you? right no I mean it would not it would not have been good and they probably knew that uh, I did Aww, hang out there enough that the guy that was running the shop, he would give me those. It was one of those, like, you, typically you would want a goldfish, but if you got it in one one specific little bottle, you got a bunny. And I, But I remember asking for, for that and not getting it because my parents knew that I would not take care of that bunny. Um, and that's okay. Uh, and But but all throughout life, uh, we've asked for stuff. I'm sure you have asked for stuff, and sometimes your parents give you stuff, and sometimes they haven't. And this is uh, every relationship we have here on earth is a reflection of our relationship with, with God. Mm -hmm. And so we can use this, uh, this thought of parents and children here on earth to think about our Heavenly Father and how we are and how we respond to one another. Uh, and there are times as a child I would ask for stuff, and I would not understand why my parents said no. I'm sure that my kids, when I say no, have no idea really that they'll understand why I'm saying no or why uh, when they want something seemingly so bad, why I tell them no, um, they can't have this or they can't do this. And the ultimate reason is, is for their protection. Uh, they don't need it. It's not good for them. Um, it's something that could lead to issues or problems. So they're not uh, responsible enough yet to take care of something. There's a lot of reasons why we will say no to our kids when they ask for things. And that's the same way it is with God. When he says no to something that we ask for, it's because ultimately it's not good for us. Mm -hmm. It's not part of his plan for our life. It's not uh, something maybe we're not ready for. Maybe it's something that uh you know it could cause us harm or whatever down the road um and god will say no to us and that's not him not loving us it's not him going against his word because what we have asked for is not according to his will okay uh but when we ask for things and there are times that my kids will ask for something and i'm like all right let's do this maybe they've been good and they uh get a little you know a little toy or whatever and uh or we go on a trip and we get them uh, a souvenir and it's something that they have you know we have planned on doing and it's part of our plan and it's not going to hurt them it's not going to cause harm and it's it, you know maybe it's good for them and along whatever the reason is there are times that we say yes if it fits 
our plan for our kids' mm-hmm. lives. And that's how it is with God as well, that when we ask anything and it lines up with God's plan for our life, then he's going to open that door. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember a lot of times, like, God opened the door for us to step into the concrete business. And uh, there was times, especially early on, that I didn't know where the work was going to come from. Um, I didn't know what was going to, sometimes for the, to the end of the week, and I would just go to God and pray and ask him, uh, and say, God, this is, listen, I'll place this in your hands. If you want this to work, um, this is what our deal was from the very beginning, that if, if this is where you want me, you're going to have to open the door. And God would, he would open the door. Uh, and, and a lot of times I would go from not knowing uh, what I was going to do the rest of the week to having the rest of the month and beyond filled out just in a matter uh, of, of a couple of days and just uh, for God opening the doors and answering the prayers because it aligned with the will that he had and the plan that he had for my life. Um, and this is what we have got to understand is that there are things that we ask for that does not line up with the will of God um, and we we won't get those. And sometimes we read verses like this and, and the others, I should have looked those up, uh, where Jesus, you know, even said that if you ask for anything in my name, uh, that that your father, the father will give it to you. But we take that and a lot of times we will ask for these outlandishly things and then get mad at God when he says no. Uh, when, when what God is doing for us is looking out for the best of us. Okay? I'm surprised you haven't told them your truck story. Yeah, I try to stay away from that one. It's it's a long story. It's a hard story, but I did. I. That's a good example, though. But, like, yeah, so. Because uh, a lot of times we think, uh, like, job, like, give me this job or something like yeah. that. But a lot of times we make it about material things, too. Yeah, so I was 18, 19, I was 18, 19. I was 18 years old. Uh, I was 18 years old. Uh, mom and dad are on the store on the on the video, so they can they can tell you if I'm lying. Uh, and so, like, I had just stopped at this car lot just to look, and they had a truck there that I just immediately fell in love with. <laughs> and um, I I I went and uh, I I left that car lot and went to mom's work. And uh, told her, listen, there's a car. So when you get off work, we're going to go over here and get this truck. And that's what we did. We went and we went and got that truck. Um, and I was working at FedEx at the time. I was making decent money. I was working a lot of hours. The problem was, it was that it was only a part-time job. It was officially labeled as a part-time job. Even though I was working, uh, you know, 10 hours a night, I was only guaranteed four hours. And so... The banks had a problem with an 18-year-old taking on such a big thing when he only officially worked a part-time job. And I remember like going in to sign the uh, papers uh, the next day because this was before you could do things, everything on the computer. And when we went back to get it that night, the banks were closed. We got all this paperwork. We took the truck home. Um, and everything and went back the next day and he's like ah there's a little bit of issue Uh, we're gonna try this come back tomorrow and so we took the truck home and and did the same thing and this happened for a week Um, and I drove this truck everywhere uh, just fell in love with this truck uh, and it was coming closer to the week and we was having trouble 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 and not being able to work it out I began to pray that God would just open the door and give me this truck I don't think I've ever prayed for something as hard as I had in my whole life as God would give me this truck. And um, I come out at the end of the seven day, whatever, whatever at the end of the time, um, it just, it didn't work out. And I did not get that truck. 
and uh, I remember I don't think I've ever cried over something as hard as I cried over mm-hmm. not getting that truck, and I was just heartbroken, and I couldn't understand why God did not give me the truck. Well, in about two weeks, there was going to be an accident at, at work, and I was going to lose my job, and God knew that, and I didn't know that, mm-hmm. and so God was protecting me from having this car payment, knowing that here in a few weeks, I was going to be out of work and be scrambling around for a little while trying to get my life put back together. Mm-hmm. God knew that and God mm-hmm. was protecting me from that. Um, and so there are things that we want in life that's not part of our plan or God's protecting us from something we can't see yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's just not part of his will um, mm-hmm. for us. And then, um, but I, I, I want to talk one more thing and then I, uh, then I want to close this up because we oftentimes will use this kind of as a cop-out. We pray for something big, and then we throw this line on, if it's your will. And we, 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 we pray, maybe we're praying for healing. Maybe we're praying for doors to be open, financial blessings. We, we pray for whatever, and we then we throw this little tagline on there that says, if it's your will. Um, now, a lot of times when we mean that, like if, like I, when it was uh, praying for the company, God, if this is what you want for me, if this is what's going to happen, then you're going to have to make it happen. Um, I can't do it on my own. I need you. Uh, but a lot of times we put that little tag on there, if it's your will, because we are afraid to pray big prayers. And I think of back to my kids again, because they come to me asking for things with full assurance that they're going to get it. Like they have it in their mind. I'm getting this and they come to me and they're, I'm going to get this. Can we get this or whatever it is? And they don't, they're not even second guessing uh, that I'm going to say anything, but yes. Um, and this mm-hmm. is how we should come to God. We have this confidence that we can come before him when we're asking things according to his will. God, if this is your will, I'm coming to you with this confidence. I'm not saying it as a cop-out. I'm saying that if if this is truly what you want for my life, if this is truly what you want, maybe if we're praying for somebody else in this other person's life, then make this come, make this happen. Make it, make it to where they get what they need. They get what they want. Uh, if it's your will and come with this confidence that you are expecting God to say yes, uh, because you believe that you are praying something that lines up with the will of God. Mm-hmm. Um, my kids haven't underst- got to that point where they understand that, you know, they can't just have the whole store every time we walk in. Um, but, but they, but they, that, that expectancy that they come with, that confidence that they come up with, they don't come up cowardly asking me if they can have something. They come up there with this boldness, with this excitement, with this expectation that they're going to get what they ask for. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is how we should approach God. Not that we come up here, God, if, if you could, if you could take some time. And if this is just a part of your will, maybe if it's not, it's okay. But if, if this is part of your will, and this is how we treat God a lot of times is we come up to him like this kind of scared, timid to ask God for anything. But if we come to him with confidence, because we can, we can come to him with confidence and say, God, this is what's going on in my life. This is what I'm needing in my life. And I'm trusting you to provide for me what I need. And sometimes that's going to look exactly what, what we ask for. And sometimes that's going to look completely different. But we put our faith and our trust in him. That if we ask God for whatever it is, according to his will, that he hears us. And that if he hears us, that we have this. And then he goes on to talk about, and we'll talk about this more tomorrow, talking about sin in our life. And so, uh, you know, a lot of this uh, material stuff is just 
it's just junk it's just stuff um, but when we know that when we come and we begin to talk about things that really truly matter to our soul to our life to our relationship with him that god is going to take extra care of that and um, if we ask according to his will that he hears us and if he hears us if he hears us then we will have what we've asked for when it lines up for god's will mm -hmm. right. i think about all the times in our marriage uh, that we've asked for th certain things like we've we prayed that we would be getting like a youth pastor job in florida and we actually went and tried out for that youth pastor job we tried out for a couple of youth pastor jobs yeah, and we got one but we didn't take it but like there was a reason that we didn't and there's a reason that we didn't get the one in florida because it wasn't it wasn't the will of god mm -hmm. it wasn't god's will for us to do those things and so i'm sure y'all can think back sometimes in your life of things that you had prayed for and you didn't never get it and the reason is there's a good reason for why you didn't because god had different plans yeah. in that time so good morning jenny uh it's good to see you on here yeah so what a good lesson i think it's something we all uh think about sometimes you know we pray about things and if we don't get it then we're like well why didn't he give me what i asked for well because it wasn't his will yeah. Um, and that's just a straight, simple fact. It just wasn't his will. Yeah. And what we have got to come to understand is that God has better plans for us than we have for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And he sees things before we see things. Yeah. Uh, he knows what's going to happen. And so a lot of times when he says no, that's because he's protecting us from what is to come. Jenny right. says he gives us what we need when we need it. And that, that's right. That's exactly right. And so we, we just got to trust. Up in him and mm -hmm. his timing and his plan for his life and know that's so, what you know i go back to romans chapter 8 a lot of times that we know that he's working all things out for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose uh that he's working it all out mm -hmm. you know uh, ultimately um i lost my job at fedex uh, went about a month fighting that got my job back uh and it was in a position to where I wasn't happy at FedEx anymore. Um, and uh, ultimately, uh, that had to happen to get me to move to Kentucky. Because if I was happy at FedEx and everything was going on at FedEx, I would have been content to just live my life in Indianapolis working at FedEx because I like that job. Um, but look at what all God has done because, uh, and it all goes back to uh, Friday, July 13th, uh, 2001, to where... Uh, my life just really kind of got shattered for a moment and it was hard and it was uh, it was tough it wasn't easy um, but ultimately God worked all that out for the good to get me to this point here where I am today I would not have met Christy we would not have the kids we would probably not be owning a concrete company or doing digital ministry on Facebook um, but God knew uh, way back when that this was the path that he had for me and even though it was hard and it was rough at times if I trusted him that he was going to work it all out for my good mm -hmm. and so we can do that because God loves us he cares for us and he is a good father that likes to give us good things uh, but not things that's going to hurt us or harm us even if we want them so badly mm -hmm. so all right that's wonderful I'll shut up love it it's great and it's good for all of us to hear so yeah, we hope y'all have a great day, a great Thursday. Be a blessing to somebody. Uh, here comes old Chasing, and say hi to everybody. Oh, he's just going to wave. All right. So we hope y'all have a great day today, and uh, we'll be back on here in the morning at 830. Yep.
Hey, let's pray and we'll let you go. God, we just love you. We thank you so much. We thank you that you are a good father, that you love us, um, and you are looking out for us, and that you have plans for our life. And God, I know that there are times that we ask for things that are completely outside of the plan that you have for our life. And uh, God, I pray that you help us not to get upset or get mad when uh, you say no. Uh, but to help us to trust that you are looking out for us and you are protecting us. And God, I help us to come to you with confidence uh, when we do come to you with things according to your will, that we will come to you with the confidence, uh, knowing that if you hear what we say, um, that you will give it to us if it lines up with your will. Uh, let us not be shy or timid when we bring things to you, but, but come to you with the confidence that we have for being your son or being your daughter. I uh, love you this morning. We thank you so much. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. We Amen. hope you have a great day. We'll see you all tomorrow. All right. See you all later. Say bye. Bye. <laughs>